Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. Good morning. Hey, welcome back. Well, we're on the frenzy today, Dave. Thank you very much. Yeah, good to have you here. Better to have Russ Francisco. (laughs) Good morning, Russell. Hey, how are you? Pretty good. I'm excited. Very excited. Uh, We can go fishing now on the lakes. (laughs) We can. We can indeed. It's going to be nice, too, next week, so... Have ten days of pretty nice temperatures. Yeah, I like how the weatherman was it Dave maybe that said that we're back to normal. Nineteen for a high next week, a couple of days. Be great. It could be thirties yeah, later 30. in the week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in fact, uh, mm-hmm. forty around town. So. Ooh. Woo. That's easy heat, going. Heat wave. Brewer. Easy going. Yep, we're going. We're going to uh, um, the January thaw, though we haven't had a lot of freeze, but we're going to a thaw. Uh, yeah, and I got the information about the. Boat sports travel shows. Yeah, so we're doing that too. We're getting ready for that. Um, I'm heading. I'm, I'm down here now. I'm at the Minneapolis boat show. Oh yeah. Done, and, and so I'm going to work that, and then we're going to come back, and then we have three weeks, and we we do Duluth. So a lot of neat stuff in, for Duluth too. So we're um, we're going to have uh, the Humminbird University this year. So Humminbird's coming in and doing classes. Uh, so if you have a Helix unit, and you want to learn how to use it and <clears throat> learn more of the features and how to map and things like that. They'll be doing a class on that. We're going to have five of them. Um, and so you sign up at the store. It's 25 bucks. And then, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, when you show up and take the class, um, we'll give you a $25 gift card back. So it's actually free. Oh, cool. Uh, I have a hummingbird and I'm very happy with it, but I know I'm not using the full capabilities that it offers. Nope. I just uh, last night I came down and we talked about uh, what we're going to do for the class. They're going to show people how to make your own maps. They're going to show people how to use the GPS, how to link it up to other machines, things like that. So it'll be a good thing to do. And 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 the basic running of it too. The basic running of how to get the most out of your fish finder, how to set it up right. Um, so they're working on that right now, and they'll they'll we'll have uh, I think twenty machines at count at desks or yeah. tables, yeah. so people can come in and actually push some buttons and learn how to use them. Have you used the one that shows fish when they're actually? Swimming from point A to B and C. Yeah, the live scope type stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they'll also do some stuff on Mega Live, and that'll be nice. And it's uh, it'll be a good thing. There's just so many people with Humber units that, that I think this will be a really nice thing. I'm going to go back to a story. I think I've you've probably heard me say this, but back when uh, depth finders were first coming out, uh, mid '70s, maybe mm-hmm. early, <clears throat> the DNR in Minnesota was worried that they were so good that uh, lakes could be overfished, cleaned out, and they used, have you heard this one? No, I, a long time ago, yeah. Yeah, a long time ago, mid-70s. So they, they used uh, uh, Al Linder's group, what did they call the Niswa Guide? Yep. Oh, the Niswa Guides. And they put uh, four guys in one boat, four guys in the other boat. One had the depth finder, one didn't. And then the next day... Uh, this is on Mille Lacs. They switched around, and the group that didn't have the depth finder now does. Well, the moral of the story was there was no difference. Right, right. And and but but with these new live scopes, honestly, I mean, you can. Uh you can pinpoint the fish, especially ice fishing. It takes, you know, yeah. you used to drill a hole, fish, no fish, move, 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 drill another hole somewhere else. Today, we drill a hole and we can look out 100 feet all the way around that hole and see if there's any fish and move wow. to the fish. So you got to be smart about it, you know, because you, you could you could hurt a lake pretty bad with them if somebody knows, and somebody knows how to fish, too. So <clears throat> so you, it's, uh, it's good to, you know, take what you can eat that day and let the rest of them go. Well, and, and Minnesota uh, sent a press release. They are hankering 
to lower the walleye keep limit. Um, what like you can actually, yeah, to bring it down to four. Yeah, Canada's done that. Yeah. Uh, you have any opinion on that? I don't think it'll matter a whole lot. I don't either. People, no. <clears throat> you know, we we not we're not hunter gatherers anymore. I mean, we like take fish home, but Good. it's not like we need to fill up the freezer full of fish and stuff like that. We just don't need to do that anymore. So, so if you've got two, three guys in the boat, you're looking at four to six fish. That's I think that's enough to keep. Yeah, that's plenty. Yeah, it's funny. And then, then when my dad was a kid, uh, you kept everything because they're depression people, right? Yeah. So we don't we don't do that anymore. I think people have already. I mean, there's always going to be somebody, but I think the majority of people already um, understand that. You know, I think bass fishing and musky fishing and stuff have taught people about catch and release. And I think we do it with everything now. Oh, good point. Very good point. And if you want to catch a mess uh, all day long, go for crappies and sunnies. Yeah, and don't wipe those out either. You'll be smart about it. You know, mm-hmm. it's just it's just a matter of thinking. Do you want to go again? Do you want your grandkids? Do you want other people to have fun too? I mean, it's just it's just respect for the resource. That's all. Yeah, the fun is in the catching. Not, Absolutely. Yeah, not not the cleaning. Oh man, yeah, and even even most of the fun's in the going. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, I think that's just being able to go. I'm just happy to get the boat in and out safely. Yep, for sure. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm a lousy cleaner of fish, so I, I back off when that happens. <laughs> oh, I got a long story that I won't use. <clears throat> Some good deals at Marine General Supply, please. Okay, so it's no secret that the season started, uh, we've talked about this before, the season started late, the manufacturers are dumping, uh, and they want us to help them run out of stuff so they can come out with more stuff next year. So if you go to marinegeneral.com, hit the specials key, you'll see ice fishing, uh, sales on electronics, clothing, everything like that, clothing half price, boots half price, uh, dip sounders, hundreds of dollars off, augers, hundreds of dollars off. Uh, we'll keep doing that until we run out. We're getting ready for the uh, the boat show up in the middle of February, and we'll be there with, uh, with all those stuff that's left and then uh, after that we'll probably convert the store to spring okay be careful down in minneapolis it's a jungle down there yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah, francisco at 15th avenue east london road upper side and uh that's the place to go i guess so um minnesota's thinking about changing their um limit on that even if they've enacted it Today, it probably wouldn't go into effect for a couple of weeks. But uh, also the DNR sent me a note. They said they are seeking private woodland owners, people that have additional woods, to help expand the forest inventory. So if somebody wants to help the DNR with information, I don't think they want to buy your land. They're looking about uh, what kind of trees you got, what kind of animals in the land. Uh-huh. You can uh, tune in to go online to the Minnesota DNR. There'll be a, a spot there. Um, you get deer in your backyard in Superior? Uh, not as much as I used to, but yes, on occasion there are still deer. Did you have a white one? I did not. Jim Brown lived over there. Remember Jim? Yeah. Oh, sure. Uh, he would be so excited. He tried to take a picture <laughs> of that white deer. Yeah. Never did. But he did come up with white squirrels. Yes, I saw a white squirrel in my yard last year, as a matter of fact. I have never. But uh, it's not around this year, so I'm afraid something must have got it at some point. So In the morning when I'm pouring my first cup yeah. of coffee, I look out the window mm. at a, we call it the frog pond. It's just an <laughs> icky, wet spot in yeah. there. And one day, 
No, two days in a row I saw a deer, a pheasant, <laughs> and a white bunny. How about that? And I've been waiting for those rascals to come out, and <laughs> no luck. All well, right. we'll be back. We'll see what Pat Kukul's up to in a I second. should mention, too, it's yeah. free fishing weekend in Wisconsin. Oh, yay, thank you. So if you want to go fishing and you don't want to buy a license, you can go fishing in Wisconsin. Apparently, according to the DNR, other regulations, of course, are in effect. Oh. You can't just fish until you drop, but... Uh, and he also reminds anglers never assume the ice is 100% safe. But, oh, that's for darn sure. Uh, I guess free fishing weekend uh, kicks off tomorrow in Wisconsin. No license. I like <laughs> it. We'll be back. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. <laughs> Every time I hear this song, I think of Tom, what's his name? Cruz? Oh, skidding right. in his little white socks uh-huh. and his whitey tidy underwear. There you go. Skidding across <laughs> the basement or wherever that is. Ah, uh, yeah. Something like that. My wife always liked that. I <laughs> suppose so. <laughs> Didn't really do much for me, but no. Yeah, yeah we're going to talk to uh, uh, Pat Kukul. Yeah. No. But after that, what's, oh, his, okay. what's his name? Good old what's his name? Oh, uh, Philip Lockett. Philip Lockett. Yeah. Holy cow. He'll get us updated on the snowmobile situation. Right? Yeah. But first, let's get updated on uh, some <laughs> gun situations. Right. Good morning, Pat. Um, the um, morning going for you, Rick. Thank you. <laughs> hey, I'm not the, the first guy at this age to lose memory. <laughs> I'm laughing with you. I'm not laughing at you. I don't know. My wife laughs at me. At you? Well, that's where we're supposed to have a job. Keep you guys humble. <laughs> well, I, I should take more notes, but then I can't read them because my vision is... I know. I can't read them. I spent 20 minutes looking for my keys this morning, which were on the garage floor. Oh. So there you have it. I'm with you. We're all in the same boat. We're just all paddling together to nowhere. <laughs> I used to laugh at my dad for doing that. He couldn't find them, and he was holding them. Oh, yeah, yeah. well... Or the glasses on top of your head. Yes. Yes. Good. But thank God there's younger people around that are supposed to be taking care of They'll us. carry us, right? <laughs> These are the kids we didn't trust with the car. Now look exactly. at Exactly. They've yeah. got our whole portfolio. They're put us in our nursing home. Oh, my God. Why wasn't I nicer to them? <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's get serious here. Uh, we're going to get some nice weather, maybe a chance to go outside and test uh, a new uh, gun, shotgun. Indeed, rifle. yeah, yeah. And again, and I'll reiterate, as far as the shotgun goes, uh, Superior Trap Club's open every Sunday now. That's good. good. The Fish and Game League is, uh, range is open on Saturdays. Uh, and it, it's just been really cold. But then on the other side of that coin, people are staying home and reloading with mm. whatever they can scrounge up. So that's good, too. We've had a you know a little slower week, but I, we've had a... I'm always amazed, and I don't know why, uh, because sometimes the time of the year doesn't really mean anything. Because a lot of rifles being sold now, a lot of optics being sold now. And uh, it's actually a pretty good time to do it, if you think about it, rather than wait until the last minute. A lot of people are planning bigger hunts, at least some of our customer base are. So it doesn't, uh, the season no longer designates what we're selling, which is interesting to me. Um, And there's, you know, there's so many wonderful options now in optics and rifles. And, of course, we mount them and foresight them, no charge when you buy them here. But that's been kind of a, a big deal for us this past couple weeks 
And then we're doing uh, what we can in reloading. You know, we're still not, and no one is in real good shape on inventory and that, but we're getting some product in. When, this has always been traditionally good, we're the metallic reloaders snuggle down in their basements and reload shells. So. Yep. I built mm-hmm. uh, in my one of my garages. I have some extra space and I kind of insulated it and heated it and I had a cousin who used to do he'd build his own or make his own fishing yep. tackle and also do reloading like yeah. crazy yep. and he would I look at this and I think well, I wish Frank was here. He could really yeah. make use of this. Absolutely, absolutely. And even with the higher prices, which we all are aware of it, especially for rifles, it's still more inexpensive to reload and yeah. handcraft. It's a great, it's a great hobby. It's a, it's a, it's something a lot of people enjoy doing, and they reload and have their put it in right. You see what you've done, and it's it's all cool. Is it like, a little bit dangerous? Not if you have a brain. No, oh. I'm your common oh. sense. There you go, Pat. I'm out. <laughs> And listen to us, yeah. And uh, if it's don't go off and make things up, you know, mm. if it's printed, it's and you have to take some care. The biggest issue is probably, you know, when you're reloading, just reload. You know, don't don't have a lot of activity around you. Um, it's and because you don't want to get distract, distracted. It's like anything else. No kids. So no beer. Yeah. No beer. No. Beer can come after. No hey, I, I am I wrong here? But hasn't every once in a while you had a? Uh, oh, the English is wrong there. Haven't you had like a a class on it? Yeah, we're building class now. I, I request we like to have at least six people, mm-hmm. and so we have a constant place where you can sign up for the reloading class, and then we'll contact you when we have enough people. So we do. And now with the weather, the way it's been, we've kind of, we've, but that's, if you have any interest at all, just give us a call, give us your email, your phone number, and we'll call you when we get one together. Absolutely. Excellent. That's from the trunk. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got lots of armaments and, uh, and ammo and stuff and wonderful clothing. We do. I put some on sale. In fact, I've been cleaning out the clothing section, and we do have really a lot of good clothing here right now. We have a few muck boots, too, so we just have it all. Ogden Avenue and Superior. It's Pat Kukul, Superior Shooter Supply. Thank you. Thank you. All right. See you later. Bye-bye. We are going to take a break. We'll be back and see what the snowmobile is up to out there. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. You're playing some good stuff today. Don't I always? Maybe not. All right. Well... Um, the something birds? Yeah, that's that's all you need, the birds. B-Y-R-D-S. Yeah, it's got a Y instead of an I, that's all. Very good. Well, we're back, and uh, we're going to head out into the uh, snowmobile trails, I think. <laughs> Philip Lockett, good morning. Are we heading out into the trails? Oh, not. Well, I mean, you can. I wouldn't take my own flat out there right now, I Maybe up north by Finland or those areas, they've got they've got pretty good snow and a little bit of base. But uh, we've been out packing ours last weekend, which uh, one of our sleds broke down, so that turned into a rescue mission. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, we need a lot more snow before anything happens around here locally. All we've been getting is little fluffy stuff, a half an inch here, an inch there. How much do we need? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's cold weather seems to really look at all the moisture out of it if yeah. there's any left, but uh, that's about it. Yeah, dusting here and there. And I mean, we went through it and we were packing on Sunday, and uh, we maybe have like a one or two inch base after we were done with that. So it's uh, it's pretty rough if you're going to go out for a ride. I guess if you're going to really got to get out around here, you can run around on the lakes, I guess. I think they're probably firmed up enough and follow other people's tracks, and you could probably get on. 30 or 40 miles just running around on the lakes and between the lakes up here, but I wouldn't ride the trails myself. Uh, don't go under the Island Lake Bridge uh, on number four. Uh, there are, yeah. I noticed a couple of streams on uh, Rice Lake Road headed towards the lakes, and they were wide open. Yeah, Hay Creek is open. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, there's, there was a spot on the work farm I broke through by a beaver pond last weekend, oh, yeah. uh, but it, it's got flowing water all the time. But, uh, yeah, it's, there's definitely uh, lots of fun. I mean, you know, uh, we're still doing things there. Last Saturday we did a soil safety class and certified the next generation of soil dealers. So we're, we're doing that and, uh, you know, keeping busy. It never ends. How many kids did you have? We actually had a smaller class this year. We usually do 25, and we only had, uh, I think, 15 because a lot of the other clubs have started doing more classes too. So I think that's alleviated some of the people coming to ours. I found that crick on uh, by the work farm that you're talking about a couple of years ago. Oh yeah, didn't, it's, didn't, it's always there. Didn't go all the way. Yeah, it didn't go all the way through, but that scared the dickens out of us. Yeah, I purposely hit and broke it open, so hopefully it froze down pretty solid at this weather. But uh, we always stay stay uh, uh, to the side of the trail there with the groomers and stay away from it. So, where do you so. think uh, some usable snow trails would be? You said north. Yeah, the only place that would have any rideable snow right now is um, maybe starting at Two Harbors and going up around the Finland, Silver Bay, you know, those areas, maybe up into Isabella. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure how good it is in Grand Marais. They might, it might be rideable all the way to Grand Marais, but okay. it's, I haven't heard any great reports. Everybody's saying that, you know, again, the same thing. Uh, clubs are out and packed, but they haven't groomed because there's just really not enough to do that. So, and, and with that that being the only place in northern Minnesota to ride, it's going to be busy and it's going to get destroyed pretty wow. fast. Wow. Wow. Well, <clears throat> let's see what happens. Can we talk next week? Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. Thank you. We'll do it. Philip Lockett. Appreciate yeah. it. All yeah. Right. <clears throat> Bye-bye. Well, having been around a little bit looking to see how the trails look, they don't look good. Mm-hmm. Overused, not enough snow. Hey, be careful if you're going out. you got to figure the ice is good, though, on the lakes, I would think. I so. would think so, because there's yeah. not much snow to right. insulate them. But, so if you uh, want to, if you have to get out on your sled, I suppose that's the way to go. Sometimes you got to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Time now for a Natural Resources Minute. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie Stearns with the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources. Did you know that the DNR is on social media? You can now stay connected to the DNR online and become part of our social community. We have six Facebook pages, including one for the agency, and individual pages for fishing, hunting, state parks, climatology, and scientific and natural areas. On Twitter, we have five accounts. We have a YouTube channel with hundreds of videos and a free email service featuring a wide variety of information that you can subscribe to. 
So go ahead and join the conversation and get the latest news on the topics that matter most to you through the DNR social media channels. For more information, visit mndnr.gov or call 888-646-6367. Uptown girl. Uptown girl indeed. Billy Joel this morning. He hung up his uh, microphone. I think maybe, yeah, he's, I don't know, he had a deal with Madison Square Garden where he's been there more than anybody uh, ever has, and he's finally said that's enough. Of course, how many times have we retired? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, nice stuff. Good. All right, let's talk to Johnny Chalstrom up Mm -hmm. on Rice Lake Road where we're just talking about Rice Lake Road, Johnny. Some of the streams are still flowing. Yeah, it's it's a weird year. Especially after this cold, too, you would have really thought a lot of that stuff would have uh, sealed up. But uh, it's uh, it's still a little bit of water moving out there. Yep. And that's uh, pretty scary when you're flying around at 40, 50 miles an hour. And you look up ahead and it's inky black. Do (laughs) Do you skip across it or quickly put on the brakes? It all depends on how fast you're going and how close it is. <laughs> so sometimes hitting the brakes just puts you right in it. So yeah. yeah, I have never skipped on the water, and I don't think I'm going to. Yeah, I I have not either, and that's it's it's nothing I'm planning to do. <laughs> yeah, planning. We see there you mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, how are anglers doing up your way? Uh, it's been a touch quiet with the cold, but definitely yeah. there's a, there's still a, a a small crew that has been been getting out. Sounds like they're getting a, a few few walleyes off of Boulder, a few crappies off of the Fish Lake, and uh, last weekend me and Troy on our trout fishing uh, oh, yeah. in the Boundary Waters, we had uh, we had fun on Duncan Lake and picked up a few Lakers, and most of them on the smaller side, so you catch them and unhook them and let them go to get bigger. Did you um, um, did did you sleep outside, or did you camp inside a nice cabin? Nice cabin. Good. Uh, we stayed at the trail center, and uh, yep. they had a nice a nice heated cabin and a nice place to, to, to dry your gear off when you were done playing outside. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it was... It was definitely cold and windy, and and if it wasn't for my uh, my heater and uh, ice house, I would not have lasted very long. But, uh, fishing was fishing was good. Good. What'd you use for bait? I used some night crawlers. I used some wax worms, and when we were fishing on Duncan uh, for that day, we brought in some chub minnows, and we were using the live chubs out there. Who, who's the young man, a uh, big tall guy, Sutherland, that does uh, a TV show? Yeah, that, uh, is that the Lake Superior Angler? He, yeah, yeah, he always yeah. seems to catch a lot of big fish. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a heck of a fisherman, and uh, yeah, that's always a very interesting show to watch. Yeah, I've never met him. Uh, maybe we should get a hold of him and yeah. talk with him on the air, but he's he's good. That that episode they did with him on on Isle Royal in the fall, um, 
really makes me want to keep going back there. Yeah. So. Uh, was that fishing out of a boat or on ice? Oh, that was out of a boat. Yeah, that good. was definitely out of a boat, but it was it was like uh, September, October when the Lakers were, were up on the shallows, and it was like, wow, is that neat, seeing 20-pounder after 20-pounder. That's pretty cool. That's pretty rare. Yep. Yeah, time is everything. Good point. So, um, if we're going to go to one of our local lakes, which one would you recommend up your way? Uh, right now, I, it's a toss-up uh, between Boulder and Fish. I I like them both. Uh, Boulder, you're going to have more of a chance at some walleyes for dinner, and, and Fish Lake, um, probably going to run into some of them crappies. Mm. I, I would be... I would be really happy with the with either of those in the pan that's be just fine by me yep um you probably heard about minnesota dnr again thinking of uh, a walleye limit down to two per day uh any feelings on that well it would be uh it'd be tough for the fish fry but uh yeah. i sure I, I i've seen other places where they've done that like when they've when they introduced that on the St. Louis River, and you watched that river really come back with a lot of nice fish, and uh, yeah. it has an impact, and you notice it fast. You notice it within a couple of seasons, and um, if they did something like that statewide, I know there'd be some grumblers, but mm-hmm. there would be a lot more fish to catch, and that's kind of what it's all about. I'm okay with catching fish, releasing them, and going home and eating a steak, too. Ah, <laughs> very good. Um, I like walleyes. I think my favorite eating fish right now, I'm going to say this, probably crappie. Crappie, and uh, you, you go to Wisconsin, and there's more perch fries than anything else. And really? And perch are, perch are fantastic. Hmm. Well, I've had them. I, I can't say there's much difference between walleye on that deal. No, it's a little, little smaller fillet in the pan, but uh, you know that's it's it's pretty guilt uh, pretty guilt free yeah. fish. There's yeah. they yeah. reproduce themselves. They don't have to stock them. There's 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 plentiful. And if you if you go to a lake with uh, some decent feed like boulder and rice, you can run into some of those perch that are are uh, running almost as big as the walleye. So very good yeah, point. Some, sometimes they're worth targeting. What are your hours up at Charlstrom's on Rice Lake Road? Bait shop opens up every morning at 6 o'clock. Archery opens at 9. Uh, we close them both down at 8 o'clock and 7 on Sundays. Good. Thank you, Johnny Charlstrom. Appreciate it. Keep a tight line. Thank you. Thank you. And congratulations on what you did up on the Gunflin Trail. Nice going. All right, got to take a break. Quarter to 10. I'm Tim Lesmeister, and this is from the pages of the Outdoor News. While most people make their New Year's resolutions about losing weight or quitting some bad habit, I always make mine about fishing or hunting. This year, I have made a few, and I hope that I can get to them all. I'll tell you what one of them is, but first... 
Get ready now for 2024 with the official Outdoor News Sportsman's Calendar. Whether it's hunting, fishing, or finding your local sports show, this collectible calendar has it all. Stay ahead with moon phases, peak fish and wildlife activity times, and more. All surrounded by original images from the nation's top wildlife artists. Now available in multiple states from Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Iowa, all the way to New York. Supplies are limited, so get yours today at OutdoorNews.com. I've got one New Year's resolution that I hope I can achieve this year. I fish some of the same bodies of water, and I tend to get into a situation where I have what I call the milk run. I go to places I know I've caught fish, and I use the techniques that work. I always seem to have a good time and catch fish, but I always feel at the end of the day that maybe I should have tried a new spot. This year I have resolved to make sure to find at least one new spot on these lakes that I fish a lot. And I'm going to do that each time I go out. So what I have to do is set up some of my trolling rigs, look at some of the lake maps, figure out some new techniques that I'm going to use in those areas that are a little foreign to me so that I can find some spots that are going to be productive And again, I might find a lot of spots that aren't, but at least I'm searching for some new spots and trying some new techniques. And that's what this resolution is really all about. This is from the pages of the Outdoor News. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. This is an interesting song. Yeah, a little Beach Boys. Yeah. Bob Aran. Beach Boys and somebody else is in there, too. Like Jan and Dean. Oh, I think, yeah, I think Dean uh, Torrance is making an appearance. Yeah, somebody's playing the ashtray with a pencil. (laughs) Whatever. Ding, ding, ding. Ah, Dave (laughs) Dave Miller, good morning. Oh, good morning. Now I have a new earworm for the weekend. Oh, good. That's my mission each week, Dave. Get your new new (laughs) earworm. You do good, Dave. (laughs) Good morning, everybody. Well, we've been having some chilly weather. It looks like we're going to warm up, but, you know, it doesn't hurt to have very warm clothing anytime. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's always better to have a little extra and be a little warmer and take it off than to be wishing that you had it. Yeah. And uh, and that's, that is the... In fact, I'm looking out the window here. It's snowing out right now. Yeah, so- yeah we've had a dusting downtown Duluth, too. Yeah, those itty bitty little snowflakes yeah. that you can barely see. But yeah, it's it's uh boy, I'll tell you, it's been a been a long run here of cold weather and, and we have been really busy getting folks outfitted for it, you know, and I mean all the way from the socks to the long underwear to the to the the, the, the inside layers and, and uh sometimes the outside two layers. You know you know, it's like with so much of the garments these days, they they don't have the super thick insulation that that um, maybe they used to have or that different models had. And I, I think a big part of it is the price of down nowadays has gotten up so high. And and uh, and so it, it's really all about layering more than anything else. And and I I like that. Um, you know, it's, it's as I start out, I might be cold, but. Once you start getting active, it's nice to be able to take off a layer or two instead of having to take it all off at once. I've got a, a North Face parka that I got from you guys at Northwest Outlet. 
I remember that. That is a great parka. That really is. And uh, while using snowblowers and plows and stuff, it's fantastic. Yes. Yep. I <laughs> I have one of those, too. <laughs> and when it gets really cold out, oh. I, there's, there, you know, like the hood. Even if yep. you don't put the hood up, you zip it up, and that hood yep. is up halfway up the back of your head, covering the ears and stuff. And oh man, it stops that cold air from going down your neck. And and you know, the, in the store right now, we've got our our final winter clearance. Our our markdowns are are just big on stuff, up to sixty percent off on all the Columbia North Face winter stuff. Mm. The, the we got super special deals going on footwear. We're kind of starting to get holes in sizes and stuff. But um, across the board in the store, like the Smartwool winter socks, they, they tell me they got those on clearance. Scott's got uh, ice fishing gear on on clearance going on. Oh. It's, I mean, we are we're working hard at getting ready for the new stuff coming in for springtime, and you got to start early to be ready for it when it gets here. Northwest Outlet in Superior. I uh, need your hours, and then you can go back to work. <laughs> well, sure. And, uh, February 24th, Candlelight Ski at Brule. That's the only oh. one I've been able to find so far. Okay, good. But uh, Northwest Outlet, uh, we're open Monday through Friday, 9 until 6, Saturday, 9 to 5.30. We're closed on Sunday. Folks, get out and enjoy this weekend coming up. The temperature is going to be great. And have a great time, everybody. Thank you. Heading up to the Pike Lake area now as we wrap up the frenzy on this Friday. Matt King at Fisherman's Corner. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? Pretty good. How has your fishing been? Oh, myself, I haven't been out in a while. Ah. But uh, people have been coming in. Uh, I'm hoping to get out here over the next week here. And, uh, you know, that weather looks like she's really going to turn favorable on Sunday. And really, Saturday actually doesn't even look bad. Yeah. Uh, You know, and uh, so we can start getting out and... uh, we're going to have some, the ice is uh, looking a lot better now, so that's good. What have you heard about fishing up your way? Uh, crappies and panfish, uh, guys are doing pretty good on most most all the lakes. Uh, walleyes, I haven't, uh, the only report I've really gotten on walleyes here is down in the bay. Mm. Uh, and uh, I just was talking to, it was actually my cousin this morning here, uh, and he said he did pretty well down in the bay there. Um, and I talked to another guy last night, and that was a decent uh, decent bite on walleyes down there. They're walking out and uh, catching some fish uh, right in the early morning and right before the dark. Did they tell you what they were using? Uh, I think mostly, uh, you know, some of them dead stick in a minnow, yep. and then, uh, you know, your your standard uh, buckshot spoons or Swedish pimples, things like that, you know, jigging spoons with uh, minnow head on them. Uh, but it's been a real, uh, it sounds like uh, the morning and the evening have been the best. The sports show is coming to the arena mm, about a month from now. Are you going to be involved in that? We are. Good. We have two booths. We have a booth upstairs for... Uh, hunting and uh, guns and all that and uh, clothing and then we have a booth downstairs uh, this year for fishing and all the summertime fun. You don't have to say upstairs just say where the black dogs are. Yeah there you go yeah the British (laughs) labs up there everybody it's a great booth that we got right across from them there because uh, (laughs) everybody loves those dogs Uh, 
they are running up and down, and they, they, yeah, it's a great deal. I have a black lab, and I can't think of anything finer. But, boy, are his expensive. Oh, yeah, they don't, uh, those Ooh. dogs are not, uh, they don't come come easy, that's for sure. You got to, uh, that's an investment, for sure. Well, Labradors are good dogs. Absolutely, yeah. <sighs> I'm not even going to say on the air what he told me the price was. Yeah, they're they're it, it's pretty spendy uh, for sure. But uh, nice dogs, it's a nice yeah. line for yeah. sure. Uh, you know, uh, both you and I have uh, we own Labradors, and uh, oh. we, they're great family dogs. They're great hunting dogs. They're uh, just you know all around good dogs. How'd you train your dog to retrieve or to sniff grouse or whatever you're sniffing pheasants? So uh, we got a lot of a uh, lot of bumper time, and then uh, mm. I put. Uh, I save. Uh, um, I always save a couple of frozen birds in yep. the freezer, um, and then I also save some uh, grouse and pheasant wings, and I strap those around the bumpers when they're younger, and uh, then I use the frozen birds too. So, a little bit of both, and uh, some of it too is like I, you know, because I kind of live in the woods, yeah. so I I got trails and stuff, and so I can also. Uh, tie those wings or take the bird that I have frozen and uh, tie it and then drag it kind of uh, on the ground when the dogs are inside and kind of hide them in the woods and then bring the dog out there and, you know, see if the dog will, um, you know, find that off the scent. Yeah. My neighbor gave me a clue. He said, don't you tie that to a fishing rod and reel and do some casting. You throw it a long way, tell the dog to bring it. Huh? Yep. That's an it interesting works. one. Yeah. yeah. We also sell uh, scents here that you can use. Uh, you know, we have duck and grouse and pheasant scent that you can put on a, a, a bumper or, a, you know, anything you want to put it on. And uh, it's, uh, you know, so then it's got that scent on it yeah. um, for training them. Yeah, they're a, they're a wonderful. Ours is uh, going on 13 on, should be 13 on Valentine's Day. Wow. Yeah, that's getting up there for and, sure. And unfortunately, she's developed these little knotty things, uh, fat deposits. Yeah. And one is right on the top of her head. It looks like she's growing a a horn. Sure, yeah. You've seen those. Yeah. Oh, yes, yep. My last, uh, oh, one of my other labs, he was, well, both of the last two I had, uh, they were up, yeah. uh, the one was 14. When he finally, uh, he was actually still um, mentally and stuff, physically he was fine. Uh, he just, uh, whatever, he, he he just had uh, other issues there, but he had some of those fatty deposits you're talking so about. Did you, how did you treat them? And they never went away, obviously, but what do you do on them? We left them. Okay. Um, they, uh, and, you know, you can get some of them removed if you want. It depends on, you know, who you talk to and stuff, but we... We left them, and they didn't. I mean, fourteen for a dog uh, lab is pretty that's, good. That's, pretty, that's good. pretty good life. I mean, well, uh, yeah. Are you sitting down? I asked my vet how much to remove that one. <laughs> Four thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Ouch. So that's a, that's a lot. All right, and, some good uh, deals. We got about a minute here. Some good deals. At, uh, boy, I tell you what, uh, ice fishing. If you you you're looking for it, we got it on sale, and it's at some some blowout prices here too. Uh, 
You know, I had, uh, we got sleds, we got rods, reels, houses, augers, uh, everything you can imagine is on sale. The hunting clothing is still 50% off. Mm. Um, I mean, we've got everything is, everything uh, from the fall and for ice fishing, it's all on sale. So come on up and take a look and we got some great deals. So He's the king of outdoors. He's Matt King at Fisherman's Corner. Thank you, Matt. Nice story. Thank you. Have a good weekend. Appreciate it. I love my dog. Her name is Rainy. Ah, very nice. This is actually Rainy 2. Oh, I see. And we're already looking at... Number 3? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Although I may have to talk somebody into it, uh, (laughs) if you know what I mean. Yes. Dave, thank you very much for pulling me through. Catch you next Friday. Bye-bye. We'll do it again.